And yeah. Aiden has been my teacher. He really has. Wow. He has, I used to be the most, and I still am, impatient person on this planet. And um, easy to anger and just, yeah. you know, I have some personality flaws. And Aiden has taught me so much patience and yeah. learning to adapt with whatever the situation is. And when something occurs or something happens and he needs me, I have to be there for him. I have to drop what I'm doing and be there for him, right. which is a constant throughout the day. Right. everyone welcome back to another episode of fitness and friends podcast today's episode it's all about the super moms so for the moms out there who do everything for everyone and everything but as a result you end up putting yourself last well this episode is definitely for you today we chat with angelina one of our amazing athletes here at crossfit mountains edge for those of you who don't know angelina already she is a single mother with two amazing boys and with one of them that has special needs. On top of being an amazing athlete and mother, she also runs a successful real estate business. Angelina has a very unique outlook in life and what lens she views her adversities. Being a single mom is difficult enough and having a son with special needs makes it even more challenging. Instead of taking the narrative to where she feels she is at a disadvantage, she attributes a ton of her successes from her son Aiden who has special needs. We discuss everything from being a single mother, how fitness impacts her relationships with her kids, how it fitness impacts her career, and how putting herself first made her realize that she can take care of her family even more. I am super excited to share this episode with you guys and our team loves to hear stories of amazing mothers making a huge impact on our communities. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. And with that said, let's get right into it. Are you taking barbell club? Uh-huh. Nice. Wait, wait, oh, we'll be, we'll be able to crush it out. Okay. All right, so let's let's get after it. Okay. So the big question this, as far as today, that I want to cover is your amazing story. Your amazing story of being a single mom and also having two kids, one of them being autistic, and then yet you're able to, number one, stay in really, really good shape, right? I'm sure it's probably challenging. That's why I want to ask you these questions. Okay. And then number two, you run your own business, right? And it's and, and for, if, you, if I'm looking at just you, from, from a stranger perspective, I feel like you got everything together, Whew. right? So... <laughs> So let's start, I want to start first when you first had your two kids, right? You had Aiden, what was your other son's name? Trace. Trace. So let's go over that first. Okay. 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 So what was that like? What was it like? Uh, after having Aiden, um, you know, when we, when we first had Aiden, it seemed like he was just a very very good baby because he was he would sit in the swing for hours and he was content and happy but um, we noticed right away that 
uh, he was not thriving. He wasn't gaining weight. He was throwing up a lot. And so, um, you know, just having a, a first child, not knowing, uh, what they should be like, what they should be doing, yeah. right. As a, as a new baby, um, we just didn't know. And so as time went on, we noticed he wasn't reaching those milestones right. and that something was wrong. And that's when we started to see specialists. So how long was that? What was that time frame like? Between, we started around three months, really. Mm -hmm. um, started driving from Palm Desert to Loma Linda Hospital to mm -hmm. see um, gastroenterologists, neurologists. Um, and then uh, as time went on, they started requesting we do further testing, which got into um, evaluations and then genetic testing. Okay. So it was uh, when he was 15 months old is when we learned that he had two abnormal chromosomes. Okay. And at that time I was five months pregnant with Trace. With your, with your other son. Right. Okay. All right, so which was, what, how, how, did, how was that news for you guys, was it? Yeah, it's like one of those office visits that you will never forget you yeah. just the image is in your head and um basically the geneticist sat there with us and and our son aiden was with us and he said you know we don't know if aiden will ever be able to walk mm -hmm. he will never be able to talk okay. um you know but because it was an anomaly it wasn't like down syndrome or something that's well known right. they really couldn't predict what Aiden would be like right but we got the gist of it and just leaving that appointment was uh, it's like you're in shock right. right you're grieving almost like a death because you are dreaming of having this child that's gonna you know accomplish great things and do all these amazing wonderful things and to learn that your child will be basically dependent on you 24 7 for the rest of your life is very hard news to take right yeah so when you got that news, how long, how long did it take you to, to bounce back, or does it ever bounce back? You don't really bounce back from it. It's something that, it's a learning process every single day. It's it's a, it's something that you just have to accept, which was difficult for a very long time accepting it. Yeah. Um, and then just moving into the solution. Okay. And I ended up becoming a huge advocate for Aiden because nobody knows your child better than you do. Right. And um, I did a lot of researching and looking into um, resources for him and what direction to, to move into because not all communities have great resources. They don't all have... Right. Um, th they don't... You'll, you'll get suggestions and things, but you really have to do your own homework mm -hmm. and, and know, like, what is going to be best for my son? Right. Where do we go from here? Right. So prior to Aiden, you were really healthy and you were fit, right? Very, and, yeah. I grew up competitively running. Right. I, I ran my whole life. I ran throughout my pregnancy. When he was born, we went out in the Bob stroller. And, right. You know, like, I, I was a runner. So, um, definitely took a little bit of a backseat, but that is also what grounds me yeah. 
Yeah. It always has since I was a little girl. Like I, yeah. I have to have fitness in my life. Okay. It is the center of my life. Okay. Really. So, so you, so when you got that news, did you instantly go back to working out or did you take care of your kids um, for, for quite a while? I had had uh, cesareans with both. So the recovery time is a little bit longer, okay. um, a couple months before I could get back into, you know, slowly jogging and then eventually being able to run. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still needed that in my life and you know, after you have a baby, I actually gained quite a bit of weight with okay. both children, more than I should have. So you become determined to, you know, get your body back, you know, you want to rebound. So so how did you start coming back? Was it just running back? Running, again? very long runs. I've always been, um, in, in college, I studied exercise science and nutrition. So nutrition's always been a huge part of my life. I, right. I love... Uh, utilizing how food works with your body and, and exercise. So, um, you know, I eat fairly healthy and clean most of the time. So right. that and going on very long runs. And then I was training for half marathons. You know, right. it was like, I need a goal. I need, I always like to have some sort of a fitness goal in mind. And so right. for me, it was, you know, getting back into racing. Right. Do you feel your level of fitness and like kind of the adversity you faced through your fitness because you did a lot of triathlons right? i did did that help your 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 stress levels with aiden and your and trey yeah that impact? it it definitely takes um you know when you're out there training mm -hmm. or racing that's what you're focusing on right. so it does take the focus off the the stressors in your life mm -hmm. um with the triathlons, I, to be quite honest, I got a little bit overly into it. Yeah, yeah. I would say it almost became an addiction for me. I was mm -hmm. so focused on it and so determined. Um, but yes, it it, um, it grounds me to the point where okay, I can I can handle this because, as you say, fill your cup. Yeah. And so if my cup is full, of course I'm going to be more patient with my children. I'm going to you know just have that ability to um, adapt adapt yeah. to um, to what's going on. And, yeah. you know, it does make it a lot easier. Okay. Yeah. So here's another thing I want to bring up because <clears throat> so we, you were able to, to get back into, to what you, what you have. Uh, would you consider Aiden to also give you this kind of sense of like, just power? I feel like, I feel like sometimes, I'd like when you that whole term of, if life gives you lemons, <laughs> make lemon juice, make, right? Yes. Like, does does Aiden play a role in on you becoming really powerful it's, and really be? It's actually incredible because Aiden and I have such a special bond. Right. It's a different type of uh, love. It's a different type of bond that I have with Trace. Trace right. and I have a great relationship, but with Aiden, because he's nonverbal, right. you're going off of cues. You're going off of um, touch. You know, Interesting. He, it's uh, communicating in a different way. And so it's like, I can't explain it, but it's beautiful. And yeah. Aiden has been my teacher 
He really has. Yeah. He has, I used to be the most, and I still am, impatient person on this planet. And um, easy to anger. And just, yeah. you know, I have some personality flaws. And Aiden has taught me so much patience and yeah. learning to adapt with whatever the situation is. And when something occurs or something happens and he needs me, I have to be there for him. I have to drop what I'm doing and be there for him, right. which is a constant throughout the day. I like that. So yeah. that, that patient skill that you obtained, did it help you in real estate? It has. Interesting. <laughs> it has definitely helped me in real estate <laughs> because you meet all types of personalities out there okay. and you have some clients who who need a lot of your time and attention and um, you know there can be a lot of frustration that comes up with that and a lot of um, a lot of people get emotionally involved in real estate it's very hard for them to yeah. keep things and so it's allowed me to um, detach from emotions right. when something goes awry yeah you know um, so and with with fitness playing a role in real estate, you know, uh, it, it allows me to focus. It allows me to have yeah. that control Yeah. and, um, yeah, adapt to the situation. So, so, so in real estate, I, I compare those two. It's <clears throat> not like you're selling a burger and French fries for five ninety nine, right? You're selling something that's, life-changing for life -changing. a lot of times it's yes. four hundred thousand three hundred thousand sometimes it'd be a million dollars sure right how do you how do you sell that and how does fitness kind of play a role in that and especially the last conversation like hey listen let's let's, let's sign i'm thinking there's a there's there's two conversations that could potentially happen one where a person has high anxiety and then another person has Kind of this controlled breathing pattern where they're just delivering the message straight up. Right. I think when you have a client who is uh, on the fence or stressed out about, you know, if it's a first-time home buyer and, and they've never done this before and they they don't, they're overwhelmed. They don't know what to expect, and it's my job to, it's my job to educate them. Mm -hmm. It's my job to keep the focus what their goal is what is their goal right this is this is what you want let's move forward with this this is you know um, so so with you said something about when they're over, like they're kind of in the fence mm -hmm. what are the cues are you reading when you notice that are they saying it verbally indecisiveness indecisiveness do you wanting see to see more homes after they've already seen the home that they they love you know right. or just um uh there's hesitance mm -hmm. there's some stalling involved um, is there body positioning or anything like that or there is um there is i i can pick up a lot of uh cues from people is it when you're when you're inside a home yeah walking a home and just the way that they're talking yeah. if they're not talking if they're literally placing furniture in a room you know oh, you've wow. got a deal right. oh, <laughs> our couch would yeah. look really good over yeah. here <laughs> yeah. like okay we're, we're, we're on the right track sure do you do you feel like 
uh, those cues were partly because you got educated a little bit by Aiden, because he said you now. I think can, so. I think so. More. I think I'm in tune. I'm more in tune with people. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've been working for the past eight weeks together. We do these one-on-ones, and we talk we about more mindset. We do. And and this is kind of where I want to um, end our conversation because okay. a lot of because at eight months ago, you were a little bit stressed out. Yes, right? I a little bit through, stressed. Out. I went through a rough patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so so I reached out and um, I was like, hey, I, like if you want to talk, we can talk and, and and see if we can bring some more clarity to your right to your world. Right. right. So and, we, and this was right right after COVID. Right after COVID, yes. Yeah. Okay, so so I want to ask, how has the one-on-ones impacted your lens, impacted your life? Yeah. After, actually, we're still kind of in the COVID-19, but, we are. but uh, after the whole quarantine event, how did that impact? I mean, it's it's been huge for me. Uh, like I said, I, I was going through... Uh, quite a while of I was in pain I was in a lot of pain and I didn't know how to pull out of it I wanted to pull out of it I didn't know what to do I didn't know how I knew where I was before and I just wanted to get back to that point Mm -hmm. and when you and I started talking and um, you showed me some different perspectives um, of looking at things and suggestions of things that I could be doing right and um, it has allowed me to really pull out um, of where I was which happened faster than I thought it was going to yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. did but um, you know I'm more I'm I'm back into my old routine right you know I'm getting up early in the morning mm-hmm. um, I'm reading more and journaling i'm meditating again i'm doing all the things that i need in my life to be balanced um getting here early in the morning getting my workouts done you know i feel great for the rest of the day i've got my cup filled (laughs) and then i can handle the challenges outside yeah you know you can handle relationships with eden and your work yeah now I, uh, i look at the economy especially coming out of this Right, and and there's a handful of real estate agents that are not doing as well. Right? True. And then you're almost busier, if not. Yeah. Yeah. So I so, am. so how how do you? What's the lens? Are what are the, what's the lens you're looking at that makes you so different? I think that I am. I persevere. I yeah. keep going. I don't okay. stop. I don't give up. Even when I'm struggling, mm-hmm. I keep pushing. Um, there's no other direction for me to go in I just it's it's the way that I am wired yeah um and you know when things are not going great you push harder okay so what areas are you looking at like are you are you spending time watching the news or are you spending time working on yourself I do not uh, that's funny I don't watch the news at all right I (laughs) hear a lot of things word of mouth um I just, I, I stay away. I stay yeah. away from a lot of that stuff. And to be honest, it really gives me peace of mind. Yeah. Because uh, when I get wrapped up in a topic or 
politics or what's going on in the world, it, all it does is stress me out. Right. So I stay away from that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So first, yeah I forgot what your other question was behind that. No, that's, that's I mean, that's what I wanted to cover, this, yeah. the whole stress thing. Yeah. So you purposely avoid it. I do. Right? I do. And, um, and, and you've made that mistake before, I'm assuming. You, you've watched news and you're like, okay, that didn't serve me well. Yeah. You know, when, uh, when we had our tragedy here yeah. in Vegas a few years ago, I was, I was watching a lot of the news and it was, it was just, it was hard. You know, it, was, yeah. it brought you down. It's, it's sad. It's tragic. Yeah. So. How did you pivot out of that? You know, I just, we just, Vegas came together. Yeah. In an amazing way you know this Vegas strong and just the community really came together it was quite beautiful you know whenever something tragic happens something beautiful will come out of it and and um I think that you know and the golden knights were coming out at that time so you know there was a lot of good things that came out of it so you think there's something good that's going to come out of what we're in now absolutely yeah. Absolutely. And I think it already has happened. Yeah. You know, the community, as we were going through the quarantine, yeah. people were reaching out to people and helping one another. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time reaching out to clients, asking them, do you need groceries? Do you need anything? Yeah. You know, it's and, and people were doing the same to me. So, yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Okay. So let's yeah. end with this question. Okay. Okay. If there was a struggling mom out there, right, that has the same thing you're going through, maybe a single mom, autism, multiple kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what would your advice be for for her? Yeah, um, I've actually had quite a few moms reach out to me over the years, and um, it's it's a really good feeling when you know that you can help somebody either just by talking on the phone or um, referring them to different resources or, or people in the community because there are people in Las Vegas. So a lot of, uh, Las Vegas has a lot of very good resources. Right. Um, and to be able to share your experience and your information with these people and, and point them in the right direction because usually it's, they don't know what to do. Right. You know, their child's in the wrong school, they're in the wrong program, they don't know about the resources the community has outside of the, the school district. Right. And so being able to just talk to them mm-hmm. and, and you understand them and they understand you, yeah. you know, is quite, quite special. How about, what about their health? What would you, what would you recommend? Oh yeah. Take care of yourself first. Take care of yourself first. You have to. You gotta take care of yourself first, or you're not gonna be able to take care of your child. I love that. Yeah. Jelena, thanks for coming. Thank I'm you excited. for having me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed this one. Yay. All right, I'll see you out there. Let's go listen to weights. Yay.